Hello, this is the Nuggets 2023-2024 season primer for all those who basically checked out since the championship. Uh, this is a little bit of a review before the season starts, before we have ring night, before we get to watch the Nuggets face the Lakers on October 24th, and uh, hopefully they come out with a win. We get to see the banner in the, in the stadium for the first time. Should be a super exciting time, but you might look at the court and you might go, man, I don't know who these people are holiday like who's that guy i don't know like i think he has a brother maybe or something who plays for the celtics i'm gonna go over basically everything that happened this offseason so that way you're ready for the season you know who these names are and you know maybe what to expect from them all right so first off we have free agency now the biggest thing i think for this offseason that most people will know is that bruce brown ended up leaving in free agency he got offers from many other organizations but he ended up going to the pacers they gave him a lot of money the Lakers did give him a little bit more money than the Nuggets could offer, but thankfully he did not go to Lakers, so sucks for being Lakers fans, I guess. You don't get Bruce Brown, um, and sucks for us, too. We don't get him, but we do have people in the wings to be able to replace what he did. First off, we signed Reggie Jackson. If you don't remember, Reggie Jackson is a Colorado Springs graduate. He went to like Palmer High School in Colorado Springs. He was on a short stint with the Nuggets last year, and he ended up basically playing a little bit in the playoffs. He was waived by the Charlotte Hornets, um, but he is a backup point guard. He's a little bit um, hot and cold, but really we're just hoping that he has the same form he did in the playoffs with the Clippers a couple years ago where he got the nickname Big Government because he bails you out. It's a hilarious nickname. Hopefully he bails us out sometimes this year. Next up, we got Justin Holiday. Uh, he does have a brother. Justin's a little different. He's kind of a little bit more of a wing, um, probably be the backup role. He's a decent shooter. He kind of just fills in the space, and he's, I think, probably a low-mistake guy, someone you could just kind of throw in there. He's a veteran. He'll know what to do at the NBA level, and he could just soak up some minutes for players, especially some of these rookies that just aren't going to be able to handle the minutes as many as we're giving them. Next up, we got the draft. So this summer, there was a new collective bargaining agreement that went through with the players and the association of the NBA. Basically, this was trying to prevent teams from creating super teams. Think like the Warriors with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Because all of this, the money they could spend on those guys, teams were like, that's not okay. We don't want these super teams. We don't want LeBron signing with the Lakers and like forcing their way. It's these teams that have a lot of money and are very like a, a destination a lot of players want to go to that they will just all go there and owners will spend a bunch of money. We don't want that. We want parity in the league. And so this is trying to prevent that more. There's a second salary cap, a uh, second luxury tax now, a second apron, that basically if you go above that, you pay insane amounts of money. Of course, they're all billionaires, so it doesn't really affect us. But in terms of the team, that means they might not get the players in the roster that you want. And, well, that also means that some of these teams, like the Nuggets, who have a really expensive core four, that they are going to have to find low-cost, high-value talent. Currently, the best way to do that is in the draft. Um, the, what the Nuggets really wanted to find in the draft was actually players that needed a short runway to NBA minutes. That meant college players who had a longer career or were already playing and performing at basically an NBA level, if they stepped up, it wouldn't be very hard. Think like a Christian Brown. He basically came in after winning the NCAA championship and was ready for the NBA minutes after just kind of a little bit. He played 70 games, I think, this last year. That's a lot for a rookie. He played in the playoffs. He had that game three against the Heat. You know, he just, we want more of that because that's a really low-cost, high-value player. And with the collective bargaining agreements, it's expensive. And the Nuggets roster is going to get expensive for contending, but that's what brought us a championship. And so we, we're going to kind of keep going for that, I think. 
Now, the players we did end up drafting are Julian Strother, Jalen Pickett, and Hunter Tyson. Julian Strother is kind of a 2-3 wing sharpshooter. He has a very long range, and he'll get the ball off a handoff and immediately want to shoot it. Uh, he's okay at dribbling, but really just know that like when he has the ball, just be prepared for him to, sh- to shoot the ball. And it goes in a lot. He's a very, very good shooter, and he's, I think, one of the best shooters in the draft and probably immediately one of the best shooters in the team behind like MPJ and KCP. Um, next, we draft Jalen Pickett. He was a five-year senior, no, four-year senior at like Penn State, I think. And he is a little bit of like a ground-bound um, floor general point guard. He's very good at generating three-point shooting. He's very good at running offenses. He's okay on defense. He's a little bit undersized, and he's kind of a little bit slow. He looks a little unathletic, but he just kind of pays. He plays at his own pace. Um, the thing is that he's just going to have to kind of step up to being the NBA level to point guard, but also he's got to get through Reggie Jackson. So he's got to not only show that he can play at the NBA, but also show that he's better than Reggie Jackson, which is a tough haul to go through, especially because he was just drafted, but he is a player that we expect to be able to have a short runway and play in the league. That's what the goal was. Next, we have Hunter Tyson. He's kind of a versatile combo forward, like a three or four. I think if you really wanted to, you could probably play him at center if the other team had a pretty short center, but he's not a He's not really tall enough or strong enough to be a center, but he's definitely a great floor spacing um, forward, great shooting threes, tall enough to kind of defend at an okay level, um, very versatile. He can just kind of do whatever you need him to do in a pinch. He's not someone I would say you could run an entire offense through, but if you had an end of the possession, you just shoot him out to the ball. He'll probably just throw it up. He might make it, might not. He's a decent shooter, but he's pretty solid for kind of doing a lot of all-around things, a little bit of a dirty work guy, maybe. So they all have long college careers, you know, and so they're, we're hoping that basically because of their career and the college, they have the experience and they're a little bit more mature. And, I mean, they're actually the youngest player on the Nuggets roster was not drafted this year. It was drafted last year. That's Peyton Watson. So that's something else to look out for is that all these guys are actually, they're older. They're not these young guys, so they're a little bit more mature, a little bit more grounded, I think. So next up, we have Summer League, where we get to really watch these three rookies for the first time, along with, who I mentioned earlier, Peyton Watson. We haven't watched Peyton Watson play since the end of the regular season last year. He played really well. He had a great game against the Suns. I don't remember if he blocked Kevin Durant, but I remember he defended Kevin Durant like crazy. And that's a big deal. We really, really want to see him do well. I mean, he's got a lot of tools. He's super athletic. He can defend like crazy. We really want to see him build it together, so we were hoping to see that he would do well and also kind of see what the rookies would do, how they would show out. Um, Julian Strother kind of had a rough showing. Uh, he's a great sharpshooter, but he could not hit a single three during Summer League. Summer League is kind of its own different thing. It's not really near the NBA or college. It's kind of a place where guys are all just trying to get there so that way they can get on a team. And if you're a rookie, you're kind of guaranteed. So they just kind of go out there and play, and it's just kind of a place for them all to play and get familiar and also they don't really run plays very much or anything. They have a couple weeks with a bunch of brand new team just to run whatever they can. Then we have uh, Hunter Tyson. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I skipped Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett actually did pretty well. He did okay. He generated shots. He ran an offense. But the Nuggets just insisted on kind of running him with the two-way guard that we have with Colin Gillespie. Colin Gillespie was signed last year to a two-way, which that means that he plays half his time with the Denver Nuggets, half his time with the Denver Nuggets affiliate the Grand Rapids gold. He broke his leg last year in a practice with his previous college team. So basically the Nuggets kind of on good faith were like, we'll give you another contract. We'll give you another year to try. The only problem is that he is way down the depth chart. I mean, we drafted a point guard. We 
picked up a point guard in the uh, free agency, so he's down there. But the Nuggets wanted to see what he could bring and Jalen Prigget could bring. So they played him together, and it was kind of awkward because they're both very true point guards who are okay at playing off ball. But to be honest, they would do much better if they could just run it on their own. We didn't get to see a lot of them just running things on their own. So they both looked kind of okay. And that's kind of tough because we drafted Jalen Pickett. Colin Gillespie's a two-way. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But we have kind of a future invested into Jalen Pickett. But he did look okay, and he looked like he could probably produce more. Um, Hunter Tyson was actually the big show out this year for the Denver Nuggets in the Summer League. He was really good, honestly. He was named to the All-Summer League team. Basically, he was voted as like one of the top five players in the summer league. He was amazing. He had, he was scoring like it looked like at will. He looked really good, and basically, it was just, it was like wow, this guy actually he might play NBA minutes immediately. Kind of at his size, it was good. Like he'd be a backup behind like Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. You know, he could just kind of it looks like he could go in there and kind of score at you know at his own pace, and he could defend well and all that stuff. So it was really exciting to see how well he could do. And then preseason started. Uh, so in case you don't know, the Nuggets do preseason every year in San Diego. Uh, they go out there. They do their preseason. They uh, have their in their training camp. They don't do preseason out there. They do preseason in other, other places. They have training camp out there. And basically, um, the starters looked like the starters. Uh, they're insane. Um, they're, you know, one of the best starters in the league. They are probably the best starters in the league. I mean, let's be honest. They're really good. Um, their chemistry is exactly where it was probably when they won the championship. I mean, these guys played together for an entire year. They won a championship together. They took a couple months break and they came back. And of course, they're going to play at the same level they were. I mean, there's not like a runway they really have to get to. It's more like they just took a little vacation. They're coming back. So they looked really great. Um, Justin Holiday and Reggie Jackson were kind of the um, proverbial like training camp MVPs. Um, basically, they both really showed out really well. I have a theory, which is that um, Michael Malone likes to say who the training camp MVPs are because of like people will say, oh, you know, the, these players aren't very good. I think he just like tries to get people more excited about some players that they think aren't very good. So like Reggie Jackson and Justin Holiday, they were they were doing really well. They were doing a lot of work and stuff like that. And then, honestly, they probably were doing well. I mean, these guys have they're at the end of their careers. It's important for them to play well. I mean, at this point, they've made most of the money they'll make. You know, they probably just want to go out there and compete and have fun and. You know, to make money, but also to win a championship, just like the rest of them. Uh, then some other things happened at training camp. And Michael Bourne Jr. tweaked his ankle uh, during training camp. I wouldn't be nervous about it. I know he's really injury-prone, three back surgeries, a lot that that dude has gone through. Um, but he's probably fine. Uh, he probably just tweaked his ankle. He tweaked his ankle, and he's doing workouts as I got. I would assume that probably they just don't want him to play just to rest him like you hurt your ankle like why should we make you meaning play meaningless games you can have someone else fill in for you christian brown also had a calf injury i don't remember exactly what it was but during preseason uh, during training camp so we ended up not playing any of the games during preseason as well and really that didn't i don't wouldn't be too worried about it it sounds like they'll both be there when the season starts but they just didn't play during the preseason so we didn't really get any state of where they are i will say that christian brown had quite a lot of intrigue going into uh this season to the out the off season the there were some videos of him like working on his ball handling and playmaking and he kind of mentioned that himself he also grew a beard so watch out for his beard if you could call it that uh when you watch it on the tv i highly doubt you'll see a beard but <laughs> he there's a beard there just trust me it's a little um yeah so when we get into the actual preseason games uh justin holiday ended up taking over michael porn jr's start in the starting unit he was kind of a 
you didn't really notice he was there. Um, not really any mistakes. He just kind of played his role, stuff like that. Um, the only thing that was really notable is he was just not hitting his shots. Um, I don't know if that's just uh, he got cold or what, if he's just not great at shooting, but he just cannot hit anything this preseason. Towards the end, he started to hit some shots, but he would get wide-open looks, just like every other Nuggets player does when they play with uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, and they just, he just wouldn't knock him down. Um, I don't think that's an indicative thing, though. This league is built on threes, so I think it's just a cold spell, probably, and just getting used to the flow of the team. Uh, Reggie Jackson was kind of the backup point guard, uh, and he did okay. He's kind of a hot cold, like I mentioned earlier. Like He could bail you out in a playoff series, or he could um, ruin you. He's a little bit of a like more mature bones. Um, he's not going to cause any rifts in the locker room. He's a very nice guy. He's a Colorado guy. He's mentioned that how excited he is to win a championship in Colorado. So it should be cool, and I think he'll actually have a decent season. I mean, at least he can manage running a bench and running a unit, so there's that. Uh, the other thing was that actually Nikola Jokic took more shots than was expected. Last preseason, Nikola took like 10 shots through like all the games he played. He just did not seem like he cared. Uh, this year, he took... A lot of shots he was scoring um it looked like he was actually like taking kind of you know a little bit of being a little competitive with it he wanted to win these games sometimes and like beat some of the guys he's against which is it's good he's a little bit uncompetitive in some of those ways um he also took a lot more threes than normal which is weird he doesn't normally take a three um much during regular season he really starts to take a lot more in the playoffs things like that but I, it, it's it could be that he's really trying to focus on making sure his three-point percentage is a lot better this year and it carries through um the really big thing that happened this preseason though was that it was kind of the julian strother show like i mentioned earlier he is a sharpshooter during the summer league he couldn't hit anything once the preseason started though he hit everything he was i think he averaged like 20 points per game coming off the bench he was, if you weren't paying attention and you weren't guarding him right, he would just throw it up and he would make it look like 100% of the time. And I hopefully teams don't figure that out for a little bit. We get to watch him just nail threes on players, but and it, it's going to be good. And really the buzz is, it looked like Hunter Tyson might be the one looking for rotation minutes this season, but Julian Strada really showed that he has the size and basically kind of measurables to be a backup whatever position and also the talent as a scorer to be able to play in this league and be able to contribute to the team that wants to go win a championship and again and be a dynasty so that's really really good because one of the rookies it looks like is probably going to hit and that's like the probability of like a rookie hitting is like one in three or something like that so the fact that we did get one is kind of i guess guaranteed but it's a really it's really awesome to see that it was a player especially because watching people hit threes is really fun at least in my opinion um, let's see what else. Uh, the bench unit was a little bit sporadic. Like I said, Christian Brown didn't play. I think Julian Strother was kind of filling in for Christian Brown's minutes as the bench, uh, backup, uh, like, um, shooting guard, power forward, eight kind of place. Um, but it really, the only guaranteed player is still probably Christian Brown. Like I said, Reggie Jackson is probably the most likely next to be on the bench, and so is Justin Holiday. I would say from there, the team has a lot invested into Peyton Watson. He really did not have a great summer league, but he looks like they want to put a lot into him, so I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up kind of being the bench, like on the bench when the season starts. 
but I also wouldn't be surprised if he ends up not playing at all. And then we also have Zeke Naji. He's probably going to be the backup five this year. Him and DeAndre Jordan will probably split minutes kind of. Zeke Naji has been a little bit injury prone, but I think it's a little bit more freak than normal. So hopefully he's able to find a different, I don't know, a different kind of more healthy season this year where he isn't getting quite injured as much. Um, yeah, but with Peyton Watson, it is hard to predict him. He's kind of a volatile. He looks like he has all the tools, but he doesn't seem to be able to put it together. So hopefully this season he can figure it out as he goes. The thing is, though, Strother looks like he's already put together all the tools he needs to. So I would say that Strother might be the one to kind of take over P. Watt's role on that unit. Another bench unit I think that would be kind of exciting to see this year is all the young guys, which is Jalen Pickett, Julian Strother, Peyton Watson, Hunter Tyson, Zignaji. That unit, when they did play in the preseason, were super fun to watch. They were super defensive. Julian Strother was kind of instant offense. Jalen uh, Pickett could kind of like manipulate the defense, throw the ball, like just swing the ball over to Julian Strother. He would just hit a three, you know, or like run pick and roll with Zeke Nagy, so he could just roll to the rim or he could kind of pop out for a three. He didn't really hit any threes, but, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, really getting after it this year. He's really focusing a lot more on rebounding and kind of being a little bit more of a presence because he has to play that five. And I think he's a little bit more of a natural, um, like, power forward or... Um, four, like a stretch four. Hunter Tyson did have a lot of interest and kind of hype going into the preseason, uh, but it kind of fizzled. He did not have a great showing. Um, he looked awesome in summer league. In the preseason, he looked a little bit timid and a little bit like he didn't know what's going on. He did have a game where he kind of got into a little bit of a scuffle with another player, and that kind of seemed to light it under him. So there was kind of a post-scuffle him where he was really starting to play kind of more what we saw in uh, summer league. So I think the player that we saw is still there. It's just that he didn't do very well during summer league. But I think that he'll probably end up maybe playing a little bit this year. I'm not sure. His size really helps. The Nuggets don't really have anyone kind of where he is. But they also kind of do, just depending if they want to go maybe a little bit smaller. Um, yeah, that's really a lot of the stuff that's happened this preseason. I think... A lot of it is just we are, we need to, as the season goes, the starters are going to dominate. They're going to be the starters that start. And we just need to find some type of combination on the bench unit that will keep the starters plus 10, not going to, uh, you know, uh, minus 2 when they come back in. The starters don't need to be minus 10. They just need to be like a minus 4. That'd be fine. They just need to be minus a little bit of like the box plus minus. They just can't be losing and hemorrhaging points every time they're in there. But I think as long as we have a roster of the bench that is a pretty, like, sound and can at least defend and score it okay, it'll be fun. I do know that, like, one of my favorite iterations of the bench in these past couple years has just been a bench that is just full of guys who play defense. And scoring is really gross, but at least it's gross for both teams. Um, Those are at least fun because you get basically the ways the team feels like a guaranteed score is someone just gets a steal and sprints down the court and gets a dunk. (laughs) And at least that's fun, more fun than watching teams struggle to score for 15 minutes. Um, there's some other names you might want to know coming into the season for two-way guys. One is Colin Gillespie. I mentioned him earlier. Backup point guard. He was uh, college, undrafted. Nuggets just kind of, they wanted to throw throw something at him. 
I've, if you remember Jamal Murray's injuries stuff like that for a while, the Nuggets just did not have any point guard depth. So last year, when we got him, it was like, okay, this makes sense. If someone gets injured, he can come in or stuff like that. Ended up he getting it. He got injured. No one else did, which is really awesome. Uh, but it's just <laughs> he was there, and so it's kind of like this extra year thing is a little awkward. And I wouldn't be surprised because we have Jalen Pickett, because we have Reggie Jackson, because we have Kong Gillespie on this two way. I think one of those guys is probably going to be gone, um, and I think we, it'll probably be Kong Gillespie. He'll probably finish out this two-way, and I hope that he finds somewhere else with another team, but I think they're just... I don't know if he'll end up being on this team because we kind of already have two guards that are similar to him and Jalen Pig and Kong Gillespie, as I mentioned earlier, and I just... I don't know. We'll see how those two end up kind of playing together. Next up, we have Braxton Key, who's another two-way guy. He's kind of a little bit older, I think like 26 or something, kind of closer to his prime. He's uh, but a, a big wing, kind of similar to like a Hunter Tyson type of like player, at least like his size and where he would play and how he would play. He's, I don't really remember him being much of a shooter. Uh, he did a really good job of kind of driving the basket and getting it up. I do know he would drive the basket and it felt like he would never make any of his layups, but he did okay. I mean, there was one game where it was kind of the Braxton Key game. He just looked awesome. He looked like he was a better backup center than Zeke Naji, but I don't think that he will ever be a backup center, and I think Zeke Naji's probably actually a better backup center just because of the size, and um, you know Zeke Naji's been working at it for all these years. Braxton Key, though, he... Well, with two ways, basically the what you want is you have kind of two types of two ways. One is a player that you want to develop that you believe in, and another one is this is a guy that just is kind of on the edge of the league that we believe could have a full roster spot. Now, the difference is basically we have guys like Marcus Howard, if you remember who that was. He was like an undersized, could shoot from anywhere, amazing scorer. Um, but at the NBA level, it was like prospect. He was either he was going to be amazing, no one could shut him down, or he was just going to be not great, is going to bottom out really quickly. Or you have guys like Tory Craig. He was already a pretty good player and he was known, just no one had him in the league yet. And so... In order to be careful, teams will sign him to two A's. I think Braxton is a lot more like the Torrey Craig, Davon Reed type of guy, where it's this guy could play NBA minutes. He just isn't in the league right now, and he's kind of older, so you want to go carefully. Two A can be kind of the draft is how you get young guys. If you want to get guys who are a little bit older, a little more veteran, you tend to kind of go two A route, or you just kind of go for someone, anyways. Um, the next name for the two A contract, which I wouldn't really put too much memory into, is Jay Huff. Um, He's going to be a center. I think he won like defensive player of the year in the G League. I don't think he's really much of a player. Um, I think Zeke Nagy is a backup center than him already, and Zeke Nagy is not really a perfect center, but the Nuggets have the best center in the league, and honestly, it's hard to back up the best in the league. You can't. You don't want people around who are good backup centers because people who are really good don't want to play behind the guys the best because they don't get a lot of minutes, so you kind of have to go with people who aren't. And to be honest, as we know in the playoffs, do we even need a backup center? Aaron Gordon was the backup center. So some of the stuff just doesn't matter. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm not super concerned about the backup center. A lot of people really get concerned, like, oh, we need the height. We need that. I, I don't. I don't think we need the height. I don't think we need a Jay Huff. You know, he didn't really look great. He got dunked on like three times. I mean, he's just, you know, he's just a guy. Uh, it, but it looks like he maybe he could be a player. The Nuggets are always kind of looking for cheap backup centers. Uh, everyone in the league is. There's not a lot of seven-footers out there. So when you find a guy who's seven-foot and he looks like he could play in the league, you just you, you look at how he could play. Um, really, that's kind of all that I think you would really need to know coming into the season. Uh, I guess other than the fact October 24th, I think like 5.30, you'd probably want to double-check me on that. It's off the top of my head. 
the Nuggets are going to be playing the Lakers for Banner Night. Uh, there's a whole bunch of like things going on that day. So really, if you want to, I think you should really go and interested. I mean, it's the first time 47 years, no championships ever for the Denver Nuggets. It's a really big deal. It should be a lot of fun for all those people who want to go and watch and see what it's like. And really, I, I, I'm excited for the season to start. I think the season is going to be a fun one. I think the season kind of slots into, because we got these three rookies, we got this, we're kind of intriguing on this, like, young talent, maybe, you know, we could do this Christian Brown thing. I think this year, if we win this year, I think it would be kind of a fun and magical year, too, where it's like, we got a bunch of young guys, but if you look, and if we do well this year, next year, we have the same guys under contract, so it's kind of like, well, we did this last year, we're going to be better next year, and, you know, honestly, I think a lot of people just discount the Nuggets, because they're like, oh, it's just the Nuggets, they lost Bruce Brown, Whatever, we lost Bruce Brown. We still have the best player in the league. We still have Jamal Murray, who's, I think, highest I saw him rated was top 15 player in the league. I mean, that's really great. Aaron Gordon uh, never won the dunk contest, but, man, is he good. Uh, MPJ, who's probably, I don't know, maybe the best peer shooter. I mean, well, I think there's probably better peer shooters than her, but the fact that he's 6'10", who cares, you know, if someone's better shooting at him. He's really insanely good at shooting, and he is extremely tall, so he's a mismatch no matter what. And KCP is kind of a no mistake. He's going to get steals. He's going to make threes. He's going to shoot some nice mid-range shots off the handoff from Nikola. And it's just kind of consistency. That's really what it is. And this team has, honestly, last year we came to the league, came into the season. We didn't have a lot of cohesion and consistency from last year. We replaced eight players. This year we have a ton of consistency, kind of cohesion. Our starters are all the same. Our backup six is the same. Our seven, who probably was Reggie Jackson, he was here last year. Justin Holiday's brand new, but he's kind of a player who looks like you just you give him a job and he knows to do. He's a veteran. He's just gonna be able to go through there. And the rest are rookies who like they need you know to learn how to go things go anyways. And you don't have to like reteach them anything. You just teach them how the league is. And honestly, some of the rookies have said that the um, like the plays the Nuggets run aren't all that different from what they ran in high school. Not high school, <laughs> definitely not in high school, college. What they ran in college. So I mean that's. Hopefully this season we just get to see some of this fun stuff. And honestly, if there's a player I'm most excited to watch this season, I am really excited for Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson is a player that if he is as good as some of the Nuggets front staff thinks he is, front office thinks he is, he is uh, awesome. I mean, he is a just his measure. He's a really tall, really long wingspan. You got a great motor on defense. He's going to defend with his heart out. The problem is on offense, he just has these... He just has spurts where he looks awesome and then spurts like where he looks like he has no idea what's happening and like he's a deer, you know, a newborn deer just kind of figuring out what's going on. And so I'm just really fascinated to watch him. I'm actually also really love Zeke Naji. I've loved him since the Nuggets drafted him. I think he's really kind of a fun player. I love that he plays piano and is very just open about it. He's very confident for an NBA player um, to just love piano like that. But I think it's fun to watch him and I think... This year's a big year for Zeke. I think, worst case, Zeke ends up not on this team by the end of the year. But I think best case is Zeke's a like, legitimate backup center. And we go into the playoffs, we're like, well, we got a backup center, you know? Aaron Gordon, you don't have to worry about that, at least for the first round. Maybe Zeke can defend some of these guys. So like, that's a really big deal. And also, Zeke is kind of a switchable. He can play one through five on the backup, I mean, which is insane. You don't really have many backup centers that do one through five. So it's a lot of things there. Um Julian Strother, I'm really excited too. I mean, just watching shooting is just amazing. <laughs> He's, I just love watching people make threes. It's it's a really tough thing to do, like to learn how to shoot threes. And he has a long range, 
And you could tell as soon as he gets the ball, the first thing he's thinking about is, should I shoot this or not? He doesn't shoot it like crazy. Uh, he's not like a Bones where he'll just, you know, he has a personal always green light. He has a very, like, should I shoot? No, they're too close. But if they're too far away, he'll just launch it, and it's going in a lot. Jalen Pickett, I'm really interested in. I love the way he plays. I didn't mention earlier, but he has this kind of thing called booty ball. Um, I think he had a coach in college, uh, a rival coach in college, called how he played booty ball. And he's just it's kind of funny because what he does is he's, as a point guard, he'll just back down other guards, and then he'll kind of walk or, like He'll just push defenses to where he wants them to go, and then he'll just throw a pass. He's kind of got really long arms for his size, and he also kind of has an awkward way of moving at least it looks awkward but he's very he's just a low mistake guy i don't think he had a turnover this preseason and he had a lot of assists i mean kind of a monte morris type of thing right there which is honestly you could just get excited monte morris was extremely solid for a backup point guard and honestly i think he's still a great backup point guard i I don't know what exactly team he's on anymore but honestly if we could have another monte morris that's amazing um hunter tyson i when hunter tyson was drafted i was personally like i i'm gonna be a hunter tyson guy and the the uh, summer league, I was like, hell yeah, I'm right. This is awesome. But he's definitely struggled. Uh, the last preseason game, he slotted in uh, instead of Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday got a rest with us, so he was uh, Hunter Tyson was a starter, um, and he played. He played okay. Um, honestly, I think the starters just kind of he didn't have the same rhythm that the rest of the do, the rest of them did, and so they just kind of didn't give him a lot. But he still did a well. Um, he didn't look as lost, but he just. He kind of is just a like a five-year senior, so he's very mature. He's he knows what he's doing, and he just kind of he's kind of fiery too. I like these kind of fiery. He'll he he might get into a fight, you know, a little bit um, in this. I don't know if this season, but in, I think in a couple seasons he'll have a a couple fights or two where people get in his face about something, and he just yells back at him. Yeah, I mean that's really it. I think this 2023-2024 season is going to be. An exciting one. I think it's be fun. Uh, I know I'm probably gonna watch all 82 games and all 16 playoff wins. Um, it might be all just 16 games in the playoffs. Who knows? Maybe we'll sweep the entire thing. But I, I think the season's fun. I mean, last year we won the championship. This year is the year to be just smug and just super annoying to people. Anyone, uh, if you got a Lakers fan out there or a whatever fan, they're like, oh man. But the Nuggets, like, I don't care about it. the man. The Nuggets won. They are now, they're the best team in the league, and that's what you just have to be okay with. So any any of these pundits or anything like that that say the Nuggets, man, you know, I don't know if they could win the championship again. Just know in your heart, the Nuggets, that's what they said last year. That's what they said. Every time they doubt it, they don't think the Nuggets can do anything because it's just the Nuggets, but then we win because this team is amazing. This team's great. And honestly, it's super fun to watch. And at least this team is amazing and entertaining. So I hope that this season is another fun one. I think it will be. And uh, let's hope for another championship.